This is a competition. This is not America's next top best friend. Welcome to the America's Next Top Best Friend podcast. The most skinny, influential, and important podcast in the face of the earth. On the face of the earth, but also in it. I'm Amanda Mitchell. Happy to have you join us. And you're joining us this week. And I am joined by my personal favorite person, Hillary Michelle Williams in Brokeback ah. Mountain, Sussman. How are you today? <laughs> Better now. <laughs> Thank you so much. I don't know what I did to deserve that. I'm your busy fellow. Let's be real. If we had to be Michelle and busy, you would totally be Michelle and I would totally be busy. Absolutely. But I don't want my, my baby daddy to die. Are you sure? <laughs> As of now. <laughs> like, I don't know how you're going to feel about your baby daddy in like, in like three years. You might actually want him to die. Uh, we miss you, Heath Ledger. Uh, R.I.P. I know. I was thinking about that and, and, and Philip Seymour Hoffman yesterday. And I was like, oh, like those are the only white men I miss. The ones who died of tragic time. So what episodes are we talking about this week? Five and six of America's Next Top Model, Cycle 10. Yes. I watched a bunch. That has the music photo shoot in it, right? I think that's my favorite shoot this season. My favorite shoot is the Forza Bruta one. The one they do in episode seven. Uh Uh-huh. It's when I, you know how we always talk about like, when you think of this season, what do you think of? Mm Mm-hmm. I think of, and they're both Whitney's photos, considering how I feel about Whitney. It's ironic. Because yeah, it's it Whitney, Whitney standing, Whitney in the music photo shoot, and Whitney in the Fuerza Brucha photo shoot when she like looks like a sonogram. I love it. I love it. Uh, Those are the two things I think of when I think of the season. What are yours? Mine's the music one and the paint one, I think. Nice. The two from Which the Which are both episode, of basically. these two, Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Actually, I, I like I was thinking when I was doing my notes for the, for this episode, I was like, I forgot everything about this season. And this season really does have some of my favorite photo shoots in top model history. Like some of my absolute favorites. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do in. it. I'm excited. Episode five. What's the title of episode four, Hillary? Top model takes it to the streets. Ooh, Benny Ninja. That's Ooh, right. Benny, yeah. Okay. So it opens up with Fatima practicing her runway because she was in the bottom last week and she's very devastated about this fact. Um, and she's determined to become a supermodel. And you know what? Practicing your runway, I'm glad you're practicing. Yeah, because your, wrong your with runways, that. yeah. Fatima gets this really bitchy edit yeah. for being the girl who wants it. And I'm like, she just wants it. She's going to work for it. She's What's a little so catty bad about and like that? judgmental of the other girls, but no worse than any other contestant. And honestly, if I were her, I probably would do the same thing too. Like, I don't have tolerance for if I'm standing there waiting for you, like practicing, and you're like sitting around, jumping around, I'm going to be like, are you taking this seriously or are you just here to like fuck around? Yeah. So. Then we see Dominique and Stacey Ann laying on beanbag chairs, and Dominique's talking about how she doesn't really have a filter, and she just says what's on her mind. And then she talks about herself in the third person, which you know I love. Dominique is confident. Dominique believes in herself. Dominique is gonna make it, okay? And then we get a talking head of Whitney, and she's like, I'm just boggled by Dominique. I find her mind-boggling. And she says it just with, with uh, mini-spirit fingers, like, boggling. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ugh. Whitney versus Dominique, I'm so over in these next two episodes, because I'm like, I really don't want either of you to win at this point. And, like, no. Dominique over Whitney any day. Any day. Because everything Whitney says is tinged with... Racism. It's all my old microaggression, I swear to God. Then Marvita... Tells us she's going home this week. Yeah, because Marvita flat out. <laughs> she calls herself a runaway bride. She can't stay in a, a relationship because she doesn't feel like she can connect with anyone. And then she reminds us that it's because she was molested and raped. Like, of course she doesn't trust anybody. I, yeah, it's like one of those things that's like, I wouldn't be cuddly and warm How either. much do you want to bet Marvita has not gone to therapy to deal with the trauma she's been through? Her pastor said she needs more Jesus. That's enough. Um, and then, and then, of course, because like I think there's not enough talk about the the clear racial divide in this house because mm. it's like 
And I think it's interesting because Claire's Filipino, I believe. I have no She's, idea. What kind of last name is Unavia? It sounds Eastern European to me. Let's I don't see. know what she what is. What does Ancestry.com say? I'm surprised Tyra hasn't asked her. It's clearly Whitney Lauren. Claire. Whitney Lauren Claire. And then... And Marvita, I think, before she leaves. She kind of hangs out with Lauren. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Dominique, Stacey Ann, Fatima. And then Kat... In the we don't really see Kat and Anya, and we don't Anya see. yeah, and Amy. There's just and like a- no Amy's with Lauren and and Claire and, and Whitney. Yeah, you are right. She, I feel like she's with them like against her will. They just were like, you can hang out with us, and she's just like, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah, because it's very clearly a racial divide. Because mm-hmm. later on, I noticed that Marvita or Claire calls Marvita quote a crazy hood rat. Yep. 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 And I was like, wow. That's like the next thing that happens in this episode. Wow. That's a racial comment. Like, but wow, then that's like, Stacey Ann walks into the kitchen and she asks Whitney, she's like, did you find your banana bread? And Whitney's like, yeah. Did you want a piece? And Stacey Ann goes, no, I don't want to get fat like you. <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's like, she says it. And it's like anyone else you said that to would totally take offense to it. But it's done in like this friendship kind of way yeah. where it's like It's fun. Whitney's response is, Did you mean fat with a PH? And it's like, shut up, Whitney. Of course it fucking was. And is anyone using fat with a PH even in this year? Like in 2007, 2008. No one was using that. No one was using that Mm-mm. at that time. Um yeah, but then we hear Whitney talk about how curvy she is and how confident she's feeling. She's loving her body and all that stuff. And then Tyra Mail! Yes! Tyra Mail. Um, you know your ABCs, but what about the three Cs? That is so stupid. A lot of these Tyra Mails are Why stretched. wouldn't it be, you know your A's and B's, but what about the three Cs? I should be writing for this show. <laughs> Honestly, that was so much better than any of the Tyra Males we've seen in like the last six seasons. Thank you, baby. <laughs> You're welcome. So the girls get taken to a warehouse in Brooklyn where they're going to be tortured for the next 48. Just kidding. They are- Waterboarded. They get there and the lights are off and we see different people posing. And the first one is commercial and then couture and then catalog. And the lights go up on the last posers and it's Benny Ninja and Vendela. Or if you're Marvita, uh, uh, Vendela, Benny Ninja. I laughed so hard when she did that because I was like, that's exactly how I say his name. I'm like, Benny Ninja. Okay. And it's a posing teach. Yay. And he just has the girls go up and he calls out one of the three. And he calls Whitney Anna Nicole Smith, which she takes great offense to. And it's like, honestly, she takes great offense to because people forget how beautiful Anna Nicole was. And Anna Nicole, like, when Anna Nicole was Anna Nicole, people forget because of the Anna Nicole show, she was a legitimate supermodel and she was stunningly gorgeous. Yes. It's not, don't take offense to being called Anna Nicole. That's actually a compliment. Absolutely. But then Lauren goes up and it cuts to Benny Ninja's talking head and he's like, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything. Because Lauren blows it. Yeah. And Marvita is all over the place. Stacey Ann, her couture was chef's I kiss. She kills it in these next two episodes. The next three episodes. Oh, yeah. She wins the go I think she's my new favorite of this season. Stacey Ann, I think, is the most underrated contestant this show has had thus far. Justice for Stacey Ann. I think Stacey Ann, the only reason Stacey Ann did not win... And I say this as a person who, like, I didn't understand Stacey Ann's beauty when I watched this the first time. So mm-hmm. I take back everything I've said about Stacey Ann. Stacey Ann is a fucking supermodel. And Stacey Ann was, unfortunately, a victim of the narrative of this show, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, she wasn't involved in the main conflict, so she couldn't stick around. Any other season, Stacey Ann would be top three. But this season, Kat is the boring girl. Lauren's the girl with no confidence. Um... You know, Whitney's the plus size girl and Dominique is the overconfident one. Everyone has a narrative going into top six, at least. And so I, I think that Stacey Ann, unfortunately, the only reason she gets eliminated so early and so unjustly early is due to the fact that she just didn't have the edited editor's narrative in mind. 
She didn't have a brand. So then Dominique does her couture, and that's also <coughs> very, very good. She actually, because she has so many drag queen features, they love. And then we go back to the house, and we learned it was Whitney's idea to make a phone list, and she made it everybody's responsibility to, when it's their time for the phone, they have to go to the phone room. Nobody's going to tell you. Just go. If you miss it, you miss it. You miss it, you miss it, you fucked. You know? You're like, come dismiss the person ahead of you. That's yeah, simple. Nobody has to, like, come tell you they're done. You take responsibility for yourself. So, guess who misses their phone time? Because <laughs> Dominique misses her phone call slot, and she feels upset, and she's like, she's, and they have assigned times, but she's upset that, like, no one came to tell her that it was her time to be on the phone. And this turns into a whole argument with Dominique and Whitney and Claire, where basically what it boils down to is Dominique did not know the part of you have to come get, you have to like be aware of your time. And she still is trying to blame all of the other girls for her not knowing this. She says to Whitney, like, that's disrespectful of you not to get me. And Whitney goes, I have no reason to respect you. And that was, un- that and was that's unnecessary. that's where Whitney turns into being in the wrong. And she just digs herself deeper and deeper into a hole. And it's literally just a lack of communication between mm-hmm. all of them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and Claire is trying to be like the the voice of reason here. Because Dominique basically says, if it's not you guys' responsibility to tell me, whose is it? And Claire goes, yourself! Yeah. And it's like, yep. Yeah. That's all Dominique needed to hear. Yeah, and that's where the conversation should have ended. And everyone should have removed themselves from the situation. Should have, yeah. But then Whitney says, you have no education. And Dominique stands up and asks her, how much education do you think I have? And then Whitney mimics her in these really exaggerated Ebonics. And it's just like, bullshit. It's literally. Oh, you know what? I paused it right after Whitney did it because I was trying to write everything down. And right after, it's just a five second shot of Stacey Ann side eyeing Whitney and just being like. Did like, you really just did do you that? really just do that on national television? Like it, it, the fact that she she so doesn't get it, and it's so and it's like this is literally if in case y'all are wondering what it's like to be a black woman in America, this sums it up really simply, and it, and it's literally like you say something, you stand up for yourself, and people combat say you're combative, say you're aggre- aggressive, mm-hmm. but they never. That's where the black villain narrative comes from, from, like, the black bitch stereotype. Exactly. But they never acknowledge whether or not you're right. That's the thing. They only care about your tone. They never don't care about what you're actually saying. And it's it's a way of minimizing the the way that, that black women speak and the way that we communicate. It, the fact that Whitney gets so offended, and I'm shocked that she didn't cry when Dominique calls her racist. I'm shocked Whitney wasn't like, oh, my God. It was black girls calling me racist. Yeah. Well, right after the the whole, like, how much education do you think I have? Dominique keeps asking her. And then Lauren goes, what significance does that even have to the conversation? And it's like, Whitney brought it up. Dominique responded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. And then Dominique says, there's no point talking to you. It's like a brick wall. You're, you're a fucking racist. Mm-hmm. And that's when. Whitney flips out. And then Whitney says mm-hmm. her number one quote. I wrote it down. I'm from the South. You don't joke about being racist. She wasn't joking. She wasn't joking. She's if I call you a racist, I don't throw that word around lightly. If I feel your behavior is racist, I'm going to call you a fucking racist. It's that simple. If I think you're being a racist, you're being racist. Just listen to me. Boy, people, you do not get to dictate whether or not something is racist or not. You do not. That is not something you're ground. Because you had a lifetime of doing racist things and pretending like it's okay. If somebody tells you you're doing something racist, you are learning more about the definition of racism. If you didn't mm-hmm. think what you were doing was racist, be like, oh, I'm really sorry. I Thank you for teaching me that. For teaching me now that. Now that mm-hmm. I know that that is really problematic, I can change my ways. Just, uh, just apologize and stop. That's all I'm asking for. Do not get defensive. Just because you're not wearing a KKK hood does not make you not racist. Oh my God. It's that simple. Just because you're not, like, burning black people, you aren't lynching people, 
does not make you not a racist. Okay? Anyway, and then Whitney says, my favorite. My best friend is black. And then okay. Dominique responds to that and says, does that make it cool to make derogatory comments to black people? She doesn't miss a beat. I love it. She, yeah, she like she knew that was coming. Yeah, because Dominique, oh, yeah. and honestly, as someone who knows that's coming, as someone who can list four people who have used me as their black friend as an excuse to excuse their racism, um, but then Dominique kind of loses the plot because Dominique in her talking head goes, "I mean, I think Whitney can be racist to a Jewish girl and be racist to a redhead Catholic girl. Those are not the same, Dominique." Those are not the same. Um, you can be racist to a Jewish girl. You cannot be racist to a redhead Catholic girl. Whitney hates everyone, is Domin- what Dominique is essentially trying to say. But still, you can't be racist towards a redhead Catholic girl. Just want to point it out. Um, anyway. Unless it's liberty. And, yeah, so then Dominique <laughs> says, I love this. She oh, yeah. goes, you look like you're almost 30 and you act like you're 12. I know. And it was like, Dominique, that's rich. Consider it. <laughs> She's 20 years old. Like, come on. Whitney does not look 20. No. None of these girls look their age this season. They're all, they all look so much older. Definitely. All of them. And Tyra Vale. The battle is on. You better bring it to the center and work. And then they head to rest in peace. They head to five points. Which, in case y'all don't know, Five Points is this, was this amazing building, artist collective center in Brooklyn that was covered in graffiti. Like if you, I mean, I'm sorry, it's not in Brooklyn. I have to just point out. Because Lauren says it's in Brooklyn. Five Points is in Long Island City. It is in Long Island City. And that is in Queens. It is not in Brooklyn. And you live off the G, Lauren. That is the last stop. Long Island City, Five Points is the last <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry. It's off the 7, the 7 train, which is why no one knows anything about it. <laughs> Takes the 7 train. So um, the girls meet uh, Benny Vendla. and his drag queens and Vendla at five points. And there's yep. all these all these gays, all these um, Paris is burning gays that are mm-hmm. posing and they're all flipping <laughs> out and there's a few perfect. drag queens. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're going to have a voguing competition. Yes, voguing. Um, And they're having a competition in teams. They love teams this season. Yeah, they do. Love doing shit in teams. I guess they're just running out of... They're just, like, really leaning into, like, who's fighting with who. Got to put them on opposite teams. (laughs) Probably could put them on the same team, too. Um, And so the the teams are... uh, Team one is Lauren, Dominique, Anya, Fatima, and Amy. And team two is Whitney, Stacey, and Katarjana, 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 God damn it, I'm going to get it, you'll remind me, um, Claire, and Marvita. So, and so mm-hmm. they're, uh, they're going to be just, yeah, continuously posing, or as Amanda mm-hmm. said, voguing, and Benny Ninja is going to call out one of the three C's, commercial, catalog, couture, and they yeah. have to end in that pose, and then they're going to pick the winner. Yes. Um, so the first teams is Claire versus Dominique. Yes. And since Dominique is basically a drag queen, yeah. all the queens are like, she was yes! really in her element. Yes! Woo! No, she didn't. No, honey. Yes, honey. Yes. So they um, tied because they, they were tied. both, like, really giving it. I think they tied, honestly. I mean, actually, we'll get there. We'll when we get to the end, I'll tell you my theory. Um, and then, uh, Lauren, Lauren versus Marvita. Marvita. And Lauren whoops Marvita's ass, which surprisingly. Shook, I was shocked by. Yeah. Um, and because Marvita literally does like that middle school dance where you like put your hand, your arm behind your head and like grab your knee and like kind oh, of like yeah. jerk. <laughs> My God. Um, Anya brings it and like crushes Stacey Ann. Oh, who's yeah. Who's also wearing she, like, a denim got on skirt. Her back and was like, Stacey oh, Ann is. She's wearing a denim skirt over black leggings. And we're going to forgive her for this. Like a denim mini skirt over black leggings. I'm going to forgive you for that. But you need to leave that in the Babysitter's Club, like, dresser drawer you Say hello in. to your friends. Babysitter's <laughs> Club. Club. Yeah, I, Anya and Stacey Ann, I said it's the battle of weird voices. But Stacey <laughs> Ann wins, doesn't yes. she? Uh, no, Anya wins. Oh, I thought Stacey Ann won. Mm-mm. And then uh, my favorite is that, like... Benny, Benny Ninja says one of my favorite, favorite, favorite 
Word, like phrases that I use whenever my roommates are getting ready and trying to have a fit, like ask me what I'm wearing. They just go, bring it to the runway. Bring it to the runway. And I'm like, every time, or like when she comes in, I'm like, bring it to the runway, bitch. What you want? Fashion um, show? Yes. Uh, yes. Fashion show, fashion show, fashion show at lunch. Uh, Fatima, Fatima says, um, oh yeah, Fatima versus Whitney. And Fatima's like, nice. Whitney's one of those girls you hate in high school that sleeps with the football player. And I was like, stop giving Whitney that much credit. Seriously. Whitney was not cool in high school. <laughs> and that's why she is the way she is. Yeah. Um, and Whitney's like, I saw those girls doing a split. So I was like, I'm going to do a split. Um, and then Fatima is, is like, if Whitney was smart, she would have done what Fatima did and used her as a prop. Yes. Because Fatima starts, like, basically, like, getting up in Whitney's business and, like, essentially, like, like posing in her business. And if Whitney was correct, she would have literally used Fatima as, Posed on like, top of her. Posed on top of her, the way that they do on Drag Race. Mm-hmm. You know, when they get in your yeah. face, you just use them. Fatima, like, it. puts her crotch in Whitney's face. Yeah. And, but... Fatima wins on a technicality. I don't know why I have that note. No, Whitney oh, wins. Oh, Whitney wins on a technicality. Yeah, because, oh, because Fatima didn't pose at the end. Yeah, that's yeah, it. and Whitney did. Amy and versus Katergenia. It's tight. Tight, tight. It's like yeah, this. Yeah, but Katergenia wins, our girl. Mm-hmm. We love her. Um, and then, in the end, Team B wins and winds up winning. The score is four to two. My theory is that Team B was wiping the floor with team a mm-hmm. and i think claire and dominique actually went last and that was basically they came as a tie so that they didn't look like it just it was such a landslide oh it was like, i yeah. see that was my theory it was, like, it was like so because, yeah the best yeah. of overall was claire mm-hmm. and this is i think one of the best prizes definitely of the season maybe in like in the history i, <laughs> I was so jealous it's like, I want this to be my life. So they oh get taken God. to this place called Backstage Creations, mm-hmm. and it's basically where all the award show gift bags for celebrities are, yeah. and this woman named Karen Wood is like, okay, grab a bag and literally take whatever you want. And there's, like, yeah. sunglasses, purses, shirts, like guitar. guitars, and it's, like, the whole team. And then she's mm-hmm. like, and Claire, since you won the whole thing, you also get a trip to Bora Bora. Like, are you amazing me? Amazing. Like, actually amazing. I don't know what I'm going to do with a pink guitar, but I would, I would do take one. Things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would I would take it, and even if I'm not going to use it, at some point, I'm going to have a reason to smash it. <laughs> or sell it <laughs> online. Yeah, but I like smashing things. Okay, fair. Um, back at the house, Fatima's practicing, and Lauren and Marvita are, like, sitting and drinking. 40s. So, like, they're you know, weirded out, and, you know, they're drinking 40s, literally, like, I think Lauren is drinking, like, she's drinking grass. Like, Lauren's like drinking, crash. like, a Miller Light 40. <laughs> I know. And then no, it's like Marvita has Lauren lay on the floor and, like, pours her beer in her mouth. It's just, like, truly... <laughs> no. They've no. ran out of We're things both to do in the house. Hillary and I are literally just shaking our head, like, no. <laughs> I never want to get to that point. I never want to get to that point. So, Marvita, um, oh, Fatima calls Marvita ghetto in hood. And Fatima's got to stop that. But, yeah, Fatima's <laughs> like, problematic. I get that, like, this was really of the moment to do this, especially with black people consider, like, you know, you know, pitting each other against, you know, we're always going to get pitted against each other, Fatima. Don't, don't add to it, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, some black people aren't always for you. That's it. Just simple. So, um, and basically, it's just really clear that Marvita's going home as hell. Like, the competition's yeah. getting to her. She's like, I don't know anything about modeling. Yeah, exactly. The Tyra Mayo, LA is all about your car. New York City is all about your coat. And then, yeah, we get Stacey and being like, I'm confused. <laughs> and they're like, maybe we're going to be naked. Maybe we're going to be naked in coats. Then that's not naked, you ding-dongs. <laughs> this Tyra Mayo's a stretch, though. Yeah. and Because they all head to set, and basically the plan is they're going to strip away all the crazy elements, and it's just beauty shots. Um, but they're going to be covered in paint. Yes, a close-up face shot. And Marvita's, like, sitting in the corner during hair and makeup with a turtleneck pulled up, a hat, and sunglasses on. And Mr. J's like, hi, <laughs> is everything okay? 
takes her hat off. I thought she had like a zit that she was covering on her face. Like when they first showed her, I was like, maybe she's got like a big pimple that she's hiding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, she's she's just like really does not want to be there and is like mumbling to him and he's like, why don't you go practice in the mirror? And she like storms away and he's like, I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. It's so true. I really don't have that many sh- like notes on this shoot. The photographer is Peter Buckingham. Don't remember anything about him. So going into the shoot, Lauren does really well. Stacey Ann does does good. Um, Katergenia, they're like, it's like you're in the club. You're doing great. And then J- Mr. J tries to like convince Whitney not to suck her cheeks in anymore. He's like, I don't know what you see in the mirror, but like you really, <laughs> you really don't have to do that. And it looks really annoying when you do. But she just, she, her mouth is open in every picture. And it's like this weird. It, yeah, she literally is like. Or it's like. Like, she looks like Sheena. Yeah. She's like pruning her lips, but with her Pin. mouth open. <laughs> it's so it's gross. So like, gross. It's so gross. It's, I don't, mm-mm. But I'm also glad that at least somebody got paint in their mouth and in their eyes. Claire. So I was like, that's the part I would be concerned about oh, the God. entire time. That would be in my face the entire time. Like, ugh, don't, don't let this get in yeah. my mouth. Don't! Ugh! Like, I don't, I'll be right? all over the place. So, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Anya does great. Claire looks pretty. Dominique's, she's, like, so vulnerable. And Mr. J's like, I thought you were going to be really severe, but this is pretty. Fatima, Fatima thinks too much. Fatima, this girl's the girl who thinks too much. Who overthinks it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she doesn't bring variety. Um, and Marvita, <laughs> Marvita just like stands there. She's, she's so-, so boring. She is checked out. She's just like does not want to be there. I'm a kind of pose. I'm a sort of pose. And that's all I got. And but Jay like yeah, yells same. at Marvita, and he's like, "I'm really disappointed in you." He was, had a reason to be. It's, yeah, I she mean, was like, it's really bad. And then we see her photo, and it's trash. Her photo, we'll get there. It, okay, so panel. That's all I yep. asked. Yeah, uh, Vendela is the guest judge, and we make sure to point out that she's also the host of Scandinavia's Next Top Model. Oh, is she? Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, Tyra's wearing like a gold off the shoulder dress, like skin tight. It yeah. looks really good with her hair color, like the color of it, but the style of the dress is not a good look. 2008. Not a good look. Mm-mm. Not a good look. Uh, so Dominique's yeah. up first, yes. and they're so impressed. She's very soft and vulnerable in her shot, and they haven't seen that from her. Uh-huh. Our next note is just, yes, Anya, yes! <laughs> Nigel thinks she looks scared, but I love it. It's great. And then we get this season's, you, you're doing this, but you're not doing enough of this and it's Tyra squinting. Yeah, it's just Tyra squinting. She and she like talks to Anya and she's like, "Do you see the intensity?" And I was like, "If somebody talked to me like, <laughs> with their eyes that squinted, I would like be convinced they were on a crazy amount of Xanax." She's just like, "Hey, hey, I'm trying to murder you." It's like, mm-hmm. can you imagine like somebody being like, "What do you want for your smoothie?" <laughs> like smizing at you. I hate that. Welcome to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Paper plastic today. (laughs) You're just like, are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, like, are you, is there something in your eye? Is there something, like, I'm concerned for you. Do you need to go back? (laughs) Yeah. So, Katergenia comes up, and Tyra's like, I like that you pulled your hair back, but that pooch is too much. Because she has, like, a little snooky bump. (laughs) I didn't have that note. But she looks amazing. Like, actually amazing in her photo. Yeah, she's smizing. They love it. And Fatima prompts a conversation about cleanliness and armpit hair. Hillary. It's such a problematic conversation to attribute being unclean to not shaving your armpits. Like, I this was like. Before the fifth wave of feminism. Yeah, I was like, it was like in 2018, you're gonna book a model whether or not they have armpit hair or not. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really think so. Like, cause that's a simple, like, you can shave or you don't. And it's cultural. I feel like a lot of the European models would. No, yeah. When, when Devin was working on this film a few months ago, um, like there was a girl who was on set who was like, it literally said in her contract, like she does not shave. She does not shave. Like she was a model. She was like, I literally have it in. Like I don't. 
it's like, and she was like, some brands like it, some brands don't. And I'm like, that's really fucking interesting. Like yeah. that you have that listed on like your model mayhem page. Like I don't shave, I won't shave my armpits. But so this is a lot. Lauren, her shoes, someone stole her shoes. And they're like, it was probably the drag queen. Mm-hmm. And her shot is gorgeous. The prettiest Lauren's ever looked to me. Oh, so beautiful. Beautiful. Whitney looks self-conscious in her pick. I love that Vendela's out to get Whitney. I love that Vendela gave the same question to Whitney that Jasmine gave to Lauren last week. Yeah. Do you <laughs> like, want to be here? Are you, you sure? seem like you don't want to be here. You kind of made fun of the challenge. You didn't take it seriously. And I hate Whitney's photo because it looks like she's choking herself. She's like, <clears throat> yeah. But and she's she like has that dumb, like sex doll. Uh-huh. She looks like a man who's like she's her her hand looks like a a, a, a baseball mitt choking her. Mm-hmm. Literally, like a dude who's choking his sex doll, like his blow up doll. Yeah, we hate. Not a fan. Claire needs more neck. Marvita seems defeated and not invested in this competition. Yeah, Claire needs more neck. She also arrived a panel looking like a cocktail waitress at a piano bar. Oh, yeah, she's wearing that red spaghetti strap. It was a bad look. (laughs) Like, that was not a good look for her. It was her dress that she wore to judging is how I spotted all these editing errors in the next episode. Because she kept being put back in that dress. And I was like, take that dress off, Claire. (laughs) That's interesting. Um, Yeah, and then Marvita is the season's defeatist girl. She's the girl who gave up. She gets the Takara edit. They're like, Marvita, your picture looks like sad National Geographic meets French Vogue. I wouldn't even, I would just stop with Sad National Geographic. And then Stacy Ann. One of Nigel's favorites. I screamed. Mm-hmm. I great. love her. I live for her. I think that she should just exist in everything. Like, I, I was living for this photo. Like, all lips, just gorgeous. Amy looks like a mall girl and not a model. In her, um, not in her picture, in judging. Her photo, Gorge. They're like, you're a chameleon. We love it. Yeah, but they also, that also becomes to bite her in the ass. Of course. And then deliberation. Dominique, soft and beautiful. Jay is shocked that she can be so soft. Anya looks better far away than in her close-up shots. But Nigel thinks that Katarjana is losing her X factor. Fatima needs to shave. She's old enough to know that she has to show up shaved. Because Fatima thought they were going to airbrush her armpit hair out. And I'm like, you know what? If they don't tell you, girl, mm, you know, you could pose a little differently. Um, They're like, uh, it's thousands of dollars to do that. A razor costs $1. No, they do not. They do not. That's what the pink tax is for. Also, you airbrush the shit out of her face. I'm just pointing it out. You couldn't have done it to her. Anyway. Uh, um, Whitney's doll. Claire has great confidence, and Marvita gave up. And Paulina loves Lauren. And then we also hear Tyra go, Lauren, I stole your shoes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. The least surprising thing I learned. Honestly, it's like, of course you did. Take her shoes away! <laughs> and so, call-out order is Stacey Ann. Stacey Ann! Like, I just want to point that out. The Stacey Ann got two first call-outs in her run on this show. Um, Dominique, Claire, Anya, L- Lauren, Amy, Kedrzenia, Fatima, which leaves Whitney and Marvita in the bottom. Basically, they're both in the bottom because they just don't seem really that invested in the competition. And Tyra just really wants to make sure they're passionate. Mm-hmm. Whitney, you're safe. by Marvita. Because you want it more. Blah, 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 blah. Episode six which is titled The House of Pain. Stupid. Sure. So the girls are in the Fab Cab limo and they're all complimenting Amy. And she's like, I've never gotten this many compliments in my life. I never modeled before this. And it's like, oh, you're going home this episode. Bye, Amy. Yeah, it's very clearly obvious. Lauren is having issues with her inner struggle for confidence. Mm-hmm. She wants to make sure that, she's like, the judges are telling her she's not confident. She just doesn't know how to pretend like she is confident. It's like, you just do with the opposite of what you do every day, Lauren. Exactly. Claire's, like, talking to her husband on the phone, and she learns her baby's teeth are coming in, and he's having a really hard time. She misses her baby, in the terms of, if I'm gonna quote Natasha, my baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, and her milk is drying up, and we see her pup sitting in her bed with her breast oh. pump, and I'm like, oh my god, that room must have smelled so bad. And that's when I <laughs> noticed that their phone room is just a room with a Sprint cell phone in it. <laughs> 
wow, guys. Wow. That was sure. Okay. Um, so Dominique keeps setting her alarm, like, way earlier than the girls have to get up. And it, it it's because she, she claims she doesn't know how to work it. But Claire gets really annoyed with her because she woke her up twice at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And everyone is do- annoyed at Dominique. And you know that everyone is annoyed because even Anya is annoyed. <gasps> And you see uh, Anya be like, no, like, th- like your alarm was going off that early. Like, come on. Uh-oh. I didn't even do Anya impression for that voice, which is how you know I take this seriously. <laughs> um, and then this turns into Claire versus Dominique. And Claire, Whitney, and Lauren versus Dominique. Yes, it's all, it's a, basically a dog pile. Mm-hmm. And I felt bad for her. I really did too. Basically, Claire and Dominique start to start yelling at each other. Because effectively, like, Dominique, Dominique, while, okay, Dominique has a problem admitting things, admitting faults in things, which is a a classic reality TV trope, and probably the reason why she was cast on this show, is that, like, she really has an issue with accountability, as we've seen in the prior episode with the whole phone thing, and she really just expects people to, like, not get upset at her for the things that she does wrong. I get that. I understand that. But all of these girls are reacting to her in the wrong manner. And these things escalate to levels that I can't... That I'm like, this wasn't that big of an issue. It's just mob mentality. It really is. It brings them closer together to hate Mm -hmm. on one girl. So Anya's frustrated with Dominique. She's like, I'm already like drained because of this fucking competition. And then the Dominique thing's making it even worse. And Amy's like, I'm really neutral in the whole thing, and I feel like I'm more mature than the other girls because I don't get involved in the drama. And it's like, maturity doesn't come. From- those don't. Those two things don't um, come hand in hand, um, because I'm I'm a messy ass bitch who loves drama, and I've always loved drama. Like that's not a thing you grow out of. That's one of my passions. Should I add it to the website? Yes, on a passion. Um. <laughs> so it's, and then this is the weirdest editing. So because we have that fight of them waking up the next day, and then they're all back in their judging outfits, sitting in the kitchen. It's, it's so very strange. Odd. And it's like, oh, this is the husband fight. It's yeah, this is the husband Claire fight. And Dominique fighting. Yeah, yeah. The alarm clock fight turns into even though I even though it was the night before. It's all a lie. And it looks like something happened between Dominique and Claire that was not edited, that was not in here because like mm-hmm. this starts out of nowhere and essentially. Dominique gets upset that Claire calls Dominique a bitch because Dominique was bitching. And Claire, and like Dominique, and Claire's like, stop bitching or I won't call you a bitch. And then Dominique says, this, this is not how you argue with people. Like, is this how you fight with your husband? Mm-hmm. And then Claire goes, at least I have a husband. That's when you lost the plot, Claire. Why are you feeling superior for that? It assumes that like, because you're, what, what is the implication there? And then Lauren tries to join in and defend Claire. And then Dominique says, Lauren, get back in your place. Meaning, like, shut, stay out of this. You're not mm-hmm. involved. And then Whitney goes, oh, you told her to get in her place. You meant get in the trash where she belongs. That is so rude. And it's like, Whitney, she didn't fucking say that. Stop putting words in her mouth. Whitney said, go outside and get in the trash where you belong. That's what Whitney said to Dominique. No, Whitney said that that's what Dominique meant when she said, when she told Lauren to get in her place. You telling her that is like you saying... Get in the trash where you belong is like the context behind that. Which is not true at all. It's a stretch. Whitney's heightening it, which yeah. we've seen her do in a few fights. In Ella, she escalates things that don't need to be escalated. And then Lauren gets on a chair and starts yelling. Starts yelling. And she screams to Dominique, you are crazy. Mm-hmm. I get why Claire is... Claire has a right to be upset. And Dominique has a right to be upset. But Dominique is mostly upset that Claire's upset about something that Dominique did. Right. Mm-hmm. And, the, and Dominique just is upset that, like, she has to own up to something that she did. She just keeps feeling like she's being ganged up on. And you would feel bad for her. But then she goes, they're ganging up on me because I'm so strong in this competition. And it's like, well, that's delusion. That's not what's happening. It's because you give them a reaction. To quote my queen, Dorinda Medley, it's it's a form of verbal waterboarding. Like, it really is. That's what, that's what Dominique, uh, what her argument style is. It's just, like, verbal war- waterboarding. Just, like, attacking you with words. And so you can't get another word in. But it's like, but you're not listening to what I'm saying. Like, it's like, this could all be easily solved. But it's like, you're you're not listening. Mm-hmm. Both of them are wrong in this argument. I just got to say Very that. wrong. Everyone so is wrong. Dominique cries to her mom on the phone. 
And then the girls are back in their judging outfits, and we get a Tyra male. <laughs> I love this. I'm so proud of you for noticing this. Like, this is, like, oh, yeah. more attention to detail than I pay it, so. Snaps for Hillary, y'all. It was Claire's dress. That's how I knew. That trashy, like, cocktail waitress dress. Yep. Tyra male, you ladies are sick, but I'll help you get better. Oh, this is horrible. <laughs> so... Put down the partition, please, in the fab cab limo. But that's actually my next note. So they're in the fab cab, and Tyra lowers the partition 10 years before Beyonce did. <laughs> Drama roll up the partition, please. Um, and, oh, it's Tyra! My favorite part is Tyra claims she's driven them the whole time. She's like, it's always been me driving you guys. And it's like, no, it hasn't. <laughs> Why are you What's even wrong pretending? You? And then they go up to a dance studio. And Tyra's like, you have f- I have five words for you. Go upstairs and get dressed. Okay, Tyra. That is, it's five words. It's five. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the girls all change into red t-shirts and red leggings. It's very unflattering. What shade of red is this? It's Handmaid's Tale red. <gasps> it is. <laughs> oh my God, it is. Uh, and they're all wearing black character shoes. And Tyra's like, you girls don't know about the three-second rule at the end of the runway. You have to pose for the photographers. And then she walks with them towards the mirror in the dance studio, and then she pretends to sprain her ankle. Just to... Emotional abuse. Yeah, she loves to emotionally Acting. abuse women. Acting! Um, she loves to emotionally abuse these women. She loves to pretend she's sick. Like, Tyra mm-hmm. loves pretending she's injured or sick. It's for her real. It's all It's for, for her, her real, real or to get out of gym class. Uh, <laughs> And, yeah, and I lost my place in my notes. Yeah, she's also wearing so, a dance teacher's blazer. Um, like, and, like, oh she's not carrying a cane, though. Not like last time. Yeah, so we're posing with pain. Ooh, I'm so in so much pain. Yeah, she has them pose with, like, different ailments. She's like, oh, a headache, period pain, heartache. <laughs> and then she has the girls do a pose off, but it's really just by themselves. And she calls yeah. out different things that should hurt on their body and to make it fashion hurt but make it fashion and then anya anya crushes it because anya's just anya Uh, yes whitney goes up and she does very mediocre and then tyra goes whitney was fantastic (laughs) and claire gets is the recipient of this season the most important thing is to impress tyra because every season somebody says that and claire the only one that does really bad in this teach is lauren who poses like a literal heroin addict. Palms out. And I'm like, okay, if I were, if you told me to pose like my palms hurt. Oh, yes. Like, hold your hands. But she stands like sad Liza Minnelli, like. And she's shrugging. Hurt, like, yeah, like. It's like a wide shrug. Shrug with like jazz fingers. Like, eh. <laughs> so then we get a Tyra male. Because we couldn't afford an actual challenge. So Tyra decides that the teach was a surprise challenge. I've been aching to tell you. (laughs) Today's lesson was actually a challenge. Guess who posts the fiercest? And it's Anya, because we all Anyanka! Anyanka! Why haven't we been taking any bumps? Why have we not taken I mean, this is the most relevant. Anya is Emma Caulfield. And she is. So we learn that Anya wins a one-on-one photo shoot with Nigel Barker. Because he wants to see her nude. Yes. And she gets to spend the day in bed with Nigel. My next note is, wait, naked in bed with Nigel. Actually, I would love this. So they really want it to be a timeless shoot. And they want her to keep it in in her portfolio for ages. So they're like, you can't wear any clothes because that'll date it. Mm -hmm. You're going to be in a white bed. And she does have panties on. I yes, but she looks gorgeous. She she does great. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. And then she comes back and she's like, guys, I had such a great time. I wish I was modeling with Nigel and I was so comfortable and I had to be nude. And Amy's like, no. <laughs> Amy's like, I'm really glad I didn't win the challenge yeah. because I don't think I could have done that. Like, I was like, I kind of wish he had. So we <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I hate being that kind of like a masochist, but I'm like, oh, that would have been great. Like, and then for some yeah. reason, we get a shot of Whitney being like, I'm very comfortable with my body, even though I'm plus size. And like, I would have done that shoot. Self the wound, why don't you? We get it. Nobody asked you, Whitney. Nobody asked you, Whitney. Except for the producer. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh God, this whole argument. So then we move on. And then Dominique 
is in bed. She's not feeling well. She hasn't felt well all day. She has a migraine. And she's sick. She has a migraine. She wants to sleep. This is cycle one all over again. This is cycle one all over again, right? When did they have, when did they do this already? They've already had a variation of this argument in the show. I feel like cycle one. Maybe cycle one or two. One of those. I'll have to think about it. But anyway, um, Whitney, Claire, Lauren, and Amy are all in their room making a ton of noise, just talking, chat-chatting. And Whitney, you hear her go like, oh my God, Claire, it was so funny earlier when What's-Her-Face, like, you know, was talking to you and you were like, at least I have a husband. Yeah, at least I have a husband. It was so funny. Yeah, they're being nasty. They're just like bitching about Dominique in front of Dominique. This is nasty. Like, this is actually... Claire's being a brat. Claire, like Claire, you're a mother. It, yeah, it gets me really upset because I'm like, I'm like, you're someone's mother. This is the role model you have to be for your children. Like, and this is like the the way that you're teaching your children to treat other women. You know, and Dominique doesn't even say anything like mm-hmm. about the fact that they're talking shit about her. She's no. like, Can you guys just do that in the other room. Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. And Claire goes, No, maybe not. And Dominique goes, Yes. And Claire goes, No. They get into like a preschool fight she literally says i'd rather pretend that you aren't there and talk about you like like and talk about you and it's like this is all so she's such a brat bratty and unnecessary and it's like maybe it's because you and i are decent people that we don't understand this but i don't i don't i don't understand the logic of wanting someone to hear that i'm talking shit about them if they hear like through a third party that I'm talking shit about that, that I can handle. But I am Mm -hmm. not a person who's going to be deliberately talk shit about you while you're within earshot. No, I'll whisper about somebody when I'm not even talking shit, but saying their name because I'm afraid they're going to think I'm talking shit. Yes. Like I, like I am the queen of, oh, we're going to talk about that later. Or giving you a look. Giving looks across the room and being like, did you see that? Like reserve this in the pack for later. Like we're going to, we're going to touch on this later. So, no, I just have that last note that Dominique says, um, I thought you were a bigger person than that. And Claire goes, I never claimed to be that big of a person. Claire's 24. Like, at least you admit that, like, you're the oldest person with competition and you don't see yourself as more mature than the other people here. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Tyra Ma'am, being a top model is a good gig if you can get it. They loved Broadway style references in these Tyra, Tyra Males. They really did. So the girls go to Williamsburg, which is the place for live music, and Mr. J meets them. And that's when I realized, I was like, oh, yes, this is my favorite shoot from this season. Yes. And they're in McCarran Park, which is one of my favorite, favorite parks in Brooklyn. Um, Their photographer is Russell James, who's Australian, thank God. (laughs) Who you cannot tell me is not just Keith Urban. (laughs) How is he not just Keith Urban? I feel like there's a whole generation of Australian guys with, like, mid-length long blonde hair who mm-hmm. also have the same Australian accent and they're all Keith Urban. And you cannot tell me that they're not all Keith Urban. Okay? So Fatima was assigned heavy metal and she looks the part but she's too posy. But mm-hmm. she does destroy a guitar. Good for her. My dreams. Katergenia, that wig. This is the wig that changes her life. <laughs> she's emo. She's it. emo. Mm-hmm. And she is does good. And it's great. And she does great also because this was the most of the time. Like, like she got the easiest brief. It's like, this is literally what was happening at the moment in fashion. Like, all she had to do was just look, you know? That's easy. true. Lauren. Pop music. It's pop music. She's wearing a red latex outfit. Like, like Paige from Cycle 23 in the Director X shoot. It really is. And I loved it. I actually loved it. Lauren's also never heard of Britney Spears. Her loss. That's her loss. Honestly, I'm sorry. I don't believe that. I don't, I don't believe, believe that. that. And B, I'm sorry. That doesn't mean you have good taste. Britney is iconic. Claire is country music, and it's truly a nightmare to watch. She's, like, giving these high fashion, like, hunches. And Jay's like, that'd be nice if you were in a Dior gown, but you're wearing, like, a cowgirl outfit. So. <laughs> yeah, like, because Claire has one style of of modeling like which is the high fashion edgy modeling so she doesn't know and it's almost like offensively country like what would you do with that she also has like a ballerina showgirl like tool skirt and like a cowgirl jean vest i didn't understand it like her styling styling, is very the styling screwed claire over i think first and foremost i think they should have styled her like kind of the folk style but just more modern if they put, hadn't put her in that abhorrent skirt, it could have worked. It could have been like, you know, like a Loretta Lynch, like... Casey Musgraves. Yeah. 
I mean, but this this was that in between era of country where like Carrie Underwood was just now coming up, so we hadn't really reached Taylor like, Swift. Yeah, we hadn't reached country equals country and high fashion merge. We were still like Dolly Parton, you know, that style mm-hmm. of country. But it's like Claire didn't have a good reference point. And I, it, like that's why she why she sucked in this shoot because she didn't have a great reference point. So Dominique gets folk, and she's like. I just stole my mom's poses because she used to pose in the 70s and she does really well. Yeah. Jay is not mad at Dominique. And Anya gets punk and also, much like Fatima, didn't try too hard because she didn't have to. Her styling did most of it Anya looks like clockwork orange gone wrong. I don't know where the white jeans come in. It's so strange. The styling. Right. It's not great. And then Stacey Ann. House music. She has the e- another really easy reference, and she's very contrived. And when Tyra gives her advice later on in the episode about how to pose with this, I was like, "That's actually really good advice. Just to keep moving, like keep like keep your face on, keep just dance and and let it like hear the music in your head." Yeah. How many question marks do I have here? Hold on, let's see. Amy. Yeah, Amy. Amy is R and B. Why did she get assigned that number one? <laughs> I have a hundred and three question marks. She's the most vanilla girl in the competition. And she keeps going, diva, I'm going to try to be a diva, R&B diva. And it's like, no, it's soul. It's soul? You're Joss Stone. You're Joss Stone. That's who you are. You have an easy reference. You're being, they're telling you to be Joss Stone. That's what they want. Uh... Like, and it's so, it's like one of those things. It's like, it's like, basically, it's like, you gave the most milky toast girl that's exactly it. I even think Lauren would have done better than, with this than Amy did. And Absolutely, because like, Amy didn't want to be a, didn't want to be a caricature, so she just did nothing. I think that's what Amy did. She didn't want to pretend like she was making fun of it, so she like did nothing. Yeah, Whitney does very well. She's grunge, and her old set is a diving board. And I'm just disappointed in Whitney's grunge outfit. It looks to me just like Katarzyna's, um. Emo outfit. There's a plaid, like, all they do is put a plaid shirt on her, and there's the difference. Katarzyna was wearing, like, a Jonas Brothers outfit. She had that summer scarf. And the hair. That hair. (laughs) She looked like Kevin. And then they tried to make Whitney look like Kurt Cobain. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, it's, like, for Whitney, it's, like, they do, like, Shirley Manson, Courtney, like, there's so many other female references, and you went with Kurt. Yeah. Especially a grunge of that era. I wanted, like, a Riot Girl band. Yes! Oh my god, there are so many, like, where is her plaid skirt? Scott. Where are her, where is her Gwen Stefani? That's what I wanted. That's what I was missing. That's what they should have done with Stacey Ann. They should have done Ska. Honestly. Like, like, I would have loved to see that. Oh, that would have been amazing. Again, we should direct these shoots. What about some Broadway? Claire could have done so much better in that. Claire already, yeah, already is a drama queen. She already is on Broadway. back at the house... Dominique's excited about the elimination because it takes her one step closer to her goal of becoming America's next top model. Amy's going home as hell. That's just where we are. And so, yeah, so we go to panel. For some reason, my next note is just, where is Stacey Ann? I feel like we haven't had enough of Stacey Ann. I want more Stacey. We don't get enough of her. We've been gypped of an option of Stacey. Like, we just missed her. It's not fair. So the guest judge this panel is mm-hmm. Russell, the photographer. Russell. Yes. And Whitney's up best. They think she looks authentic and she gets great reviews from all the judges. She does great, but why is her mouth always open? I don't think her face looks that great. I don't think her face looks that great in this photo. I think she's just standing there and she looks kind of like she's like, she's smizing. She's standing yeah, there and smizing really with her mouth open. Is. Great. Their expectations are very low at this point. Clearly. Um, Fatima was, yeah, was a little restrained, but Tyra loved her film. Miss um, J loves the broken down doll legs. Yes. It's the first time she's modeled H2T. Um, Anya adapted well, but she didn't find her light. <sighs> yeah, she had a great shot, but needs to find the light. Because she could be anyone with that profile. Um, Lauren, Lauren looks gorgeous, but she had to really, really work at it. And like, again, Lauren's just standing there and with her hands on her hips. And, and her the, legs and, wide. And the shot looks gorgeous. Amy. Mm. Amy had everything working for her. Like that styling, the set, everything was working except for her. And that's the thing that sucks the most. Yeah. 
And Tyra's like, this was one of the easiest ones. Like, literally. Really, you couldn't pull it together. Yeah, you couldn't get your shit together enough to, like, make this work. Stacey Stacey Not um, fluid enough. Yeah. she. It's very obvious. Um, and then Katarjuna comes up and, and she's and they're like, she's emo. And Jay goes, what's that? Is that white music? Mm-hmm. And, I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's exactly how I came across emo music. It changed my life. It's white people music. Um, and Tyra um, says it's Katarjunya's best shoot to date. And, ooh, I like your hair like that. We might cut it. <laughs> we might cut it. Um, and, yeah. So then Claire basically looks like a parody. Claire looks like the cover of, like, it's like, it was like the test shot for Trixie Mattel's album. Like, it's her worst like, shoot today. It's her worst shoot, but she looks like a, she's making a parody, co- like a parody country album for comedy. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I would respect that more. Yeah, if she was in on the joke, but she's yeah. not. Yeah, Dominique looks very Joni Mitchell and soft. Um, the liberation, yes, very soft. Yes, um, the liberation. Paulina thinks Whitney tries too hard to be sexy. You're correct, Paulina. You're right. Um, Fatima has come, like, and then Russell's like, I wish Fatima had done more. And all the judges are like, considering where she was, considering where she started, though. Like, that's this, why you start bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, but this they're is disappointed magical. in her. Yes. Lauren's legs were too wide. Yeah. Amy and looks she, like a yeah. bad Vegas showgirl show waitress. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Anya, they say that Anya doesn't get good shots on purpose, basically meaning that, like, she just looks into a good shot. Like, she doesn't take good photos for her job. They decided this moment <laughs> with Katarjuna's hair. Off with yes. her hair! Good. Um, and then Claire, Claire missed Claire, the point. Yeah. And doesn't even, she doesn't even look pretty. Mm-mm. That's the thing they're most disappointed with. Dominique and, um, is consistently improving. Mm-hmm. But she isn't just quite, she's not there yet. And it's like, where do you want her to be? Where is there? Stacey Ann. I have no notes on Stacey Ann. They called her a cute Jamaican DJ. (laughs) They weren't wrong. They were not incorrect on that. Call out order! Whitney, Katarzyna, Fatima, Lauren, Anya, Dominique, Stacey Stacey And the bottom two are Amy and Claire. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy for having the easiest brief and not being able to fill it. And Claire for being just too funny. Too comedic. Too yeah, comedic. There are other types of modeling than high fashion, Claire. Yes. But you're safe. Amy, get out of here. Get out of here! And then, okay, Claire. When Claire's announced as safe, because, like, they, uh, this is, it's this so is mean. the moment, this is the moment I, I turn on Claire completely. Yeah. Um, when they she really do a good job of making of us making, turn on Claire. I, like, I say that, like, Claire kind of gets the Gina edit, like, the Cycle 24 Gina edit, but, like, not really, because she kind of deserves it more. Um, but, like, Claire, like, gets a villain edit. Like, like that. She just, like, laughs and walks up to Tyra. No remorse. Doesn't hug Amy. Nothing. She goes, yes! And then, like, runs up to Tyra to get her photo. And, like, does, yeah, doesn't hug Amy. Doesn't, like, seem and any Tyra's kind of And Tyra's trying to, like, give her advice and, like, critique her still. And Claire's like, ah, I'll smile next time. Look, I'm smiling. And Tyra's like, okay, well, okay, you, you can show us next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tyra's like, I'm not going to be able to get to this girl. Like, yeah. That's when she's like, she can't win. Yeah. And, well, Amy's, like, standing there sobbing, basically. And then Claire, and then Claire, like, heads back to the group, and then Amy comes over, and then Claire gives her a hug. And it's like, yeah, no, that's exactly who she is. She's the kind of girl who who doesn't even bother to hug her opponent. It's not good sportsmanship. You know, that's it for Amy, but, you know, Amy had a little bit of work. She worked a bit. Not, I mean, Marvita didn't work either, but, you know, they both kind of did stuff. They both kept their uh, their composure and their self-respect throughout the competition, which is more than we can say for some of these girls. So good for them. Next week is go I'm so excited. As we know, we love go But basically, it looks like Marvita tried to distance herself from the show after the after it all ended and, you know, didn't really work. And now Amy's in college studying environmental science. Oh, good. Smart girl. 
It's gorgeous. So, she kept her red hair for a while, too. So that's it for this week. Should we do social media? We have a few new ones to add. Guys, this is a very exciting social media blurb. Send us an email. Nexttopbestfriend at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, nexttopbestpod. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash nexttopbestfriend. And now, Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at nexttopbestfriend. Yes, we have an Instagram page now, guys. Come follow us. In addition, the last and final thing, we have a website. americasnexttopbestfriend.com. Please come visit us. Read our bios. You can find all of our information, episodes, all that good stuff on americasnexttopbestfriend.com. In terms of my social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Loch Ness Manda. You can also read my blog, Romance vs. Reality. Links are in the very info of this podcast. And I think that's it for me this week, Hillary. Tell me all about yourself. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Hilarious123. Thanks for joining us this week, you guys. We love you so much. Your constant support and devotion is what finally motivated us to create the website and Instagram. So we have no one but you guys to thank. And honestly, the response we've gotten since launching our website and our Instagram this week has been so heartwarming and so unexpected. Just really want to make sure that you all know how much we appreciate it. And like, didn't expect a lot of the reactions we've gotten this week. All right. You ready? Yeah. You shut up. Love you guys. Goodbye.